I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Ninety Day Fiance, Season Eight, Episode Two. They titled this one "Shame on You." I don't know. I I wonder why. And I couldn't figure out why. I went through it, and shame on somebody. I'm confused. I don't. Oh, maybe shame on. I think uh, Mike for having purple flowers at the airport. Oh, I didn't even. You know, I I probably should have gone there with my (laughs) intro, but I didn't because it was too obvious. I did. Yeah, that was good. I uh, For me, Uncle Bo gets the boot from the house and hopes to get permission to move back outside in the shed sometime soon. <laughs> or the barn. Yeah, the barn or the shed, whatever that is. Barn. I'm thinking Bo ends up living in the house more than Natalie in the next year. Uh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think that Mike is permanently with Uncle Bo. And no, not permanently with Natalie. That Natalie is permanently back in uh, her country. I don't know if you even noticed this, but Tariq proudly displayed... Did you notice the necklace he had? I did not. It said Tarzel on it, which is Tariq and Hazel combined. Oh, my gosh. That's the dumbest thing ever. Brangelina. Is that like uh, 10th grade-ish or something? Yeah, it's something. High school, a little bit He displayed that necklace for the entire episode. That might not even be high school. That might be middle school. Yeah, it's like 80s or 90s. That's going to be a big problem, and it's going to be a big necklace if they end up with a third in their relationship. It'll be huge. Yeah. They need somebody with a short name. Three-syllable name. Uh, Angela. Right. Who knows? I forget who that other girl. I didn't write down who that other girl was. Yeah, I didn't either. Me neither. I don't think it really matters. In her first hour... Well, okay. She never wants to see her again, remember? She's yeah. jealous. Right. That means she'll be back. <laughs> and we know she will be, probably. In her first hour on Bourbon Street, Yara recognizes the, the familiar New Orleans scent. Of throw up and urine. <laughs> that was <laughs> like, funny. Yes. Right away. It's be like the national, I guess it's not like a national scent. It would be their, their local scent. Mm-hmm. Throw up and pee. Man, it's just great. Nasty. What a lovely tourist. It's a slogan. Your tourist slogan. Come to New Orleans. Come to Bourbon Street. Breathe in the fresh urine and vomit. Yes. I wonder if it's like a before and after taste in something like that. Ew. Let's yeah. not talk too much about that. All right. Hadn't been too long since we had dinner. Rebecca buys a used PlayStation for Zaid. Which I found amusing. Yes, he's going to get game shamed by some eight-year-old from Sheboygan, I would assume, <laughs> with his old gaming system. What did she end up getting? It was a PlayStation. Ah. It, like an original PlayStation? <laughs> no, but it was in a beat-up <laughs> box. Well, you know, at, at GameStop, which I'm sure that's where they were, you, you can get all that used stuff. Right. So she went there and got a, you know, return PlayStation. Uh-huh. So that's good. From the gray-haired young girl. Were you even watching that part or listening? No, I was listening. Yeah, she had old lady gray hair. Great. And good. Died or like? No, no, no. It was colored. There's no doubt. She oh, colored it like an old woman. Color your hair gray. Okay. It's the actual color you don't want your hair. Right. It, when you're your age or my age. Next, I'll go just move on. <laughs> Julia and Betty mark the boundaries of their bloodbath, while Brandon sits aside and waits for his mom to cut up a steak for him. Right, that, that, that it took a minute for you to get a laugh out of that. She was not. hovers something terrible. Oh, she is the one. Wow. We talked that we thought that Brandon and Julie were going to be the highlight relationship 
of this, or yeah, I said it. I, I thought maybe she was going to change his diaper next. Yeah, or, or wrote, wash wrote, some fresh underwear for. So him. I have to admit something. I okay. write those one-liners before the show, before we sit down, uh-huh, and so I, I originally had diaper <sighs> and changed it to cutting up his meat. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we had the pee thing already yeah. in the Bourbon Street. Right. So I decided to go with cutting up his meat. Was diaper the better one? Probably. Darn it. <laughs> I won't go back and change it. It depends on if you think she treats him like a toddler uh, or or like a nine-year-old. Yeah, I don't know. We'll take the birth control thing out of that. The parents, they meet them at the airport. Um, Brandon did the right thing and he brought flowers like you're supposed to do. And But I found it shocking how excited the parents were to see Julia. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, they're just goofy. The best part was when, and the producers are good, and I think these the people producing this segment are probably really good, because right away they asked Brandon who the most important woman oh, in his great. life is. And he starts speaking in her language and says he doesn't speak English, and that he's not sure. <laughs> yes, that is incredible. Right away, right off the bat. And and of course the producer wants to he wants him to answer. Right. And he's nope. he's just all wishy washy in everything that he does. He seems like doesn't don't you think he's like nineteen? Doesn't he act nineteen? Yeah, he does. Maybe even younger. Yeah, and the way his mom hovers about him you'd think he was nineteen also. Like she's used to doing everything for him. But now he's barely an adult. <laughs> he actually said that while well, they were in the hotel, and I thought it was it was at least good that the parents stayed in one room, and I guess they allowed. Yeah, the, she said she would allow that in a hotel, but not in her home. I'm not sure the difference, really. She was paying for it, I'm sure. We find out that that was it. But they wanted them to hurry up because they were going to go to dinner. Yeah. So he called his mom weird. a cock block, is what she he yeah, called his mom. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, that's pretty it's a good. intense from somebody with and such conservative parents. He said that he's dealt with it his whole life. If I ever heard my 21-year-old son... 27? No, my 21-year-old oh. son call me that word in reference to anyone, man, would there be some hell to pay. Well, okay, Betty. <laughs> there you go. Just saying, don't call me that. I stay out of his business. Well, and so they're sitting there, and and they're at the hotel. They're eating dinner, and they're all sitting around the table. And we don't know how long it took, but Mom came right out swinging both barrels about, have you told her about the sleeping arrangements at the house? They were just on point. They were just not letting five seconds go by without shabam, shabam, dropping bombs left and right. He was like a deer in the headlights. He was stunned, and she was completely taken aback with all this news. Well, she She didn't know what to do. And she had it solved. We'll just go get married tomorrow. (laughs) Is that what she said? Yeah, she said, we'll get married tomorrow. That's funny. It didn't seem like the parents had too big of a problem with that either. Mm. They're odd. So they did that, and then they went right into the birth control discussion. Right away. Birth control. Oh, well, I'll take you to my doctor. (laughs) Like tomorrow at 8 (laughs) a.m. She said that she doesn't even talk to her parents about this. Right. I understand. Let alone his. Right. 
and for them babying Brandon so much, I'm a bit surprised that they're, well, maybe not. She's then trying to mother Julia, too. Right. She's just in control. Well, no, it's it's still about him. Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. So they go, and she wants Brandon to talk to Mom about the sleeping arrangement. Say, hey, look, you need to tell her we're staying in the same room or we're leaving. Now, yeah. why can't they? Because he didn't have any place else to go. Yes, and she's paying for everything. Right. She, Mom even paid for her ticket to fly over. Yeah, so they're kind of tied to the purse strings a little bit. Right. But he's 27. He's got to have a career. What were we? Well, 27, I guess, we didn't have any kids yet. We were married and didn't have kids. Mm, yes, we did not. Not at that age. And they're not having kids, we think. Although the pregnancy test from last week showed something positive. But he was... That's how old I was when we had Hayden. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to remember the age. 27, almost 28. Ah. I'm sure they're probably... He's probably around there. Uh, Julia's a year younger than he is. Mm. Brandon thought it would be a good idea that Julia speak with Are you Mom. sure he's that old? Yes. Wow, he does not look, look or act that age at all. Yes. He wants Julia to speak to Mom. Which is a good idea for him, because I don't think he can do it. Right. But she takes that right out of the equation. Says, no, you got to be a man. Talk to your mom. Mm. I think this is going to be a fun little battle. Yeah. I think Brandon is just kind of a, a side piece in all of this. <laughs> Who really cares? I want to see Betty and Julia. I'd like to see that happen. Because I thought when we saw the previews to this, we thought Julia would be kind of, I don't know, that she would be the bad one. Uh-huh. She seems relatively normal. Uh-huh. For being a go-go dancer. Yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> but she does. She seems like she's got her head on pretty straight. All that happened, and she didn't flip out. She didn't overreact. Right. She stayed pretty calm, pulled Brandon aside, away from them. And said, you, you just gotta, told him straight up how it is. How it's going to be. And didn't do that in front of mom. So at this point, exactly. mom and dad don't know. Well, she hadn't been a hothead yet. We don't know what happens. But we can't see that. I don't know. I just can't see this working. Well, I can tell you one thing that happens. Pregnancy test. Yes. <laughs> in the future. And what did she say about, um, she said Brandon needs to be a man. And not to worry about getting anybody getting pregnant because... Not happening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You've been cut off. <laughs> that was so funny. I started laughing. She's wielding her power. Betty has her power. And the look on his face. He didn't take that very well. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Not happening tonight. Wielding her power. <laughs> we get into Rebecca and Zaid. He had the... They talked a bit about, there wasn't a whole lot with them. They talked about him having his interview about his uh, K-1. Yeah. And, I don't know. And They're she just, thought that her having brought the Moroccan guy over previously on a K-1 might negatively impact his interview. Yeah, we had the, the interview or the sit down with her, with Rebecca and her friend. And her friend was pretty against this. Mm -hmm. The one she worked with when they were at the private investigator 
She said she had done a background check and that he had no employment history Mm -hmm. whatsoever on his background check. And she thought that was odd and that Rebecca should think it was odd also. He worked a cash business. Maybe. That's what she said. Maybe he was a go-go dancer. (laughs) She said the jobs he did were cash under the table. Right. Didn't say what they were, though. Um, I think he worked sound in a... Um, There's not enough work like for a, that. What do you call it? it kind of no, like a DJ kind of it thing? Wasn't, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of cash, probably. I wasn't clear on yeah, exactly what I don't know. Hmm. Sound, I think it was on like uh, like in production, right. doing the sound operation. Then, the funnest part for me was at the GameStop. We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. She said, well, he's not going to have anything to do while I'm at work. So, I need to get him a gaming console. This, from what we know from the guise of 90 Day Fiance, is, like not, Pedro. <laughs> is not a good thing. What was it? Devin said Jehoon, all he did was play games all the time. But for him, that was bad because he was in his own country and he could work. <laughs> right. All these guys coming to America, they can't work. You could. What did people used to do? You could maybe read a book. Right. You could learn a skill. You could do what Kenny did, right? We can remember Kenny from the other way. Kenny spent his time learning. um, Not learning the language. Oh, yes, not learning a language. We don't know what Kenny spends his time doing, but it's not learning. It wasn't learning Mexican. Correct. He spends his time uh, criticizing the food, the the public bathrooms. He learned no Mexican culture. He learned no Spanish. He's got nothing. And he spent his time critiquing the parenting skills of his significant Armando, other. Yes. <laughs> so Zaid can do that. Except for Rebecca doesn't have anybody young to critique. Right, because I think he's about the same age as her daughter. <laughs> is is the um That ought to go over well. Is all the pictures of him on the credit card the blanket? Is that just their thing? Is it a joke? Yeah, it's a joke because when she first went to his country. Yeah. He had the T-shirt with her picture. I on get it. it. And so she did it back when he came, and so they they are. Doing yeah, it's that a back bit awkward. I think I find it a bit. And uh, people at GameStop found it a bit creepy too. It's funny because her all of her photos were so doctored, so it became like a joke between them. Right. I think it was. Um, I think it's cute until it's not, and then all of a sudden, like I found it. This isn't cute anymore. This is just a bit weird. Uh huh. So, they said the interview... Yeah, I was confused when she whipped out the credit card at the game store that had his picture on it, because I thought it was his credit card. Yeah, I did too at first. I was confused. Who is this? And that's him. Yeah, I thought they were asking whose credit card it was. I think they invented some... I I, I think they invented some drama with these two this time Mm -hmm. about them keeping his passport. It's probably a normal procedure during that. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's kind of invented drama. I thought that I don't know. Norm- because we know he comes. Yes. So. And, and I thought the other part of this, and you may not have been watching real close, but he calls her from, I guess, right after the interview in his vehicle. Her tablet rings. And she wakes up and answers her tablet. Turns the light, and she has to turn the light on because it's dark and mm-hmm. she can't see her tablet. Well, that's all believable, right? You could see that. Yeah. She's asleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Tablet rings. 
And the first thing you said was what's, the production's there. What's the cameraman? <laughs> sleeping? So the cameraman is there filming her <laughs> while she's sleeping. I think that's a little creepy. So I found that. I, I couldn't help but notice that. So, hmm. I'm a little suspect of these two. Maybe they're just looking for some early footage until he gets there. Maybe he was the production crew showed up and and he's not been there yet. So they're inventing drama. I guess. A couple we don't need to invent any drama with. Is Jovi and, and Yara? Boy, he is something else. I again, I think the same thing, and maybe it's just people from like Russia and Ukraine. Maybe we just get them being all cold and emotionless. But but Yara comes in here as a normal person. Yeah, I watch her come to the country. She goes to the hotel, and she's tired, wants to go to bed, doesn't want to go out. she for 30 hours, and I couldn't believe his reaction. Then she gets up and wants to unpack. Although, I, so I thought, this is what my wife would want to do. Right. She'd want to sleep, and I, except for you would have unpacked right. before you went to sleep. Right. There's no doubt about that. Exactly. The first thing you do when you walk into a hotel room with your stuff isn't go to, wouldn't right. be to shower and go to bed. Nope. Be unpack, Correct. put your things Just away. Settled. Then do that. Right. Same thing in the morning. Yovi wants to go out and party, and he talks her into it. So he kind of guilt shames her, I guess, into going out and seeing Bourbon Street. What is his issue? Well, I think he's, he's like a continuous party boy. Yeah, he's still in high school. I think that the lifestyle that they've led together with the travel here and there, and it's like a constant vacation mode. Everybody's going to get I think the, the, that she's prepared for daily life, but he is thinking that they're always just going to be in vacation mode. Mm-hmm. And just on vacation together and happen to be married. <laughs> right. Kind of thing. Like, I don't see him acting any different once, once they get married than he does with them just dating. Of course. So, that's not good. He's not husband material whatsoever. Who is that? Who said that? And then he criticizes her for wanting to go to bed after she's been traveling for 30 hours. And she pointed out that the only reason she had to travel for 30 hours was because he was too cheap with the ticket and made her fly all over from country to country to get here. It was Colt and Vanessa. And Vanessa said that Colt wasn't marriage material. He wasn't even boyfriend material, right? Right. Not even marriage material. That's what, well, not even boyfriend material was what uh, Vanessa said about him. Yeah, that's what. She wouldn't ever date him seriously because he wasn't boyfriend material because he was uncommitted. Mm. Yara comes right in with the small apartment and she wanted to see it because she knows that his taste is that I don't care. Yeah. But she said she'll fix it. She'll take care of it. So they decide to go, and instead of go out the first night, they decide they're going to stay in. So in typical single guy fashion, Yobi says, so are you ready to have sex for the first time in America? (laughs) And then they cut. She's complaining about his clothes, his shoes, all the dirt everywhere. Messy, filthy, unorganized. She's trying to get everything in shape and... I think that made you endearing to her right away. Right. He's just completely oblivious. I said, Kelly's going to like Yara. Yara wants to get everything in order. Right. Feels. So they go out and go out to Bourbon Street. And her direct quote is, the street smells like pee and throwing up. Sometimes I like the 
the tran the literal translation from them uh-huh. and their broken English. Uh-huh. And uh, it smells like pee and throw up. That's fun. And what was so childish is right after that, the two of them go back and forth about, oh, the Ukraine is better, America is better. She said, they- what's better What's better here? What's better about this than the Ukraine? And, of course, he can't answer. Well, they're on the back streets. of. They're on, not even on Bourbon Street. They're on the back streets of Bourbon Street. Now, maybe they come down in the morning and hose down the street to get all the stuff off of it. That's <laughs> so disgusting. But it just probably washes down into the back streets. So this is where all Gross. the pee and throw up sit. That's nasty. In in the bricks and the pavers. Think about as much drinking as goes on in New Orleans. Just imagine what it must be like with all the people throwing up in the alleys, outside all the bars and stuff. Because it's a constant party. Yeah, it's fun. I think, Gross. you know, we know, I talked to... To Robert, you know he's not uh-huh. from there, but they right. have to. He hates going down through there. I so bet when he Smells has to gross. go in there, he talks about how bad it is. Yeah, there's nothing about Mardi Gras that would draw my attention or interest whatsoever. It would be on my my top two like list of places to avoid. Black Friday, kind of like a Black Friday curiosity. No, or no, not at all. Nope, you could get thrown up on. Yeah, you may get beat up at a Walmart Mugged. on Black Friday, but. Nobody's going to throw up on you or pee on you. Right. Mm. So. Don't get in my personal space. Don't touch me when I walk past you. They had a nice first argument about, Joby said, we're going to mom's tomorrow. Oh, and we're yeah. going to stay the night. And She, she said, said she's not. No, that's not happening. So it's just a night. She says, no, not doing it. I wouldn't feel comfortable there. I totally understand. I get it. It could be. You just don't have a way out. Right. There's no no way for you to leave if something uncomfortable happens. You're stuck there, and you're there continuously. Yeah. You don't have any privacy. You don't know, you know where to go to get away. Yeah, I could totally understand. I'm sure they end up going. The producers probably talk them into it. But I think the, the way to... She said she would go for the day. So mm. She just wouldn't spend the night. So the... The and compromise he with her pretty heavily about is, it. is being there and then get, leaving and going to a hotel, I think, would be the compromise. Mm-hmm. But nobody mentioned that option. Right. But staying over at Mom's is a no. She said, I can always go back to the Ukraine. And he goes, oh, you leaving? You leaving right now? I think this is going to be good. Oh, man. And we've seen a blow up on one of the previews of him just kind of storming off at one of the He's sides. horrible. Yes. She seems all right, though. Yeah. I can deal with her, I think. Maybe we should hook her up with one of the other guys. Where's David? I'm you know? thinking maybe she should hang out with Mike. She likes Because Natalie is one foot out the door. Right? How about David? Right? David wants to hang out at home. She could live in the David. Oh, he likes to travel. Yeah. And he's retired now. Yeah, so that would be perfect. And he's from the Ukraine. But he's old. Yeah, that might be a problem. Like really old. Yeah. So that's not good. I don't think she's into that. Get to our favorite couple of the entire, or our least favorite couple. I don't even have to tell you who our least favorite couple is. We, there's still two couples that we haven't been introduced to. And I already know that our least favorite couple is going to be Tariq and Hazel. Yeah. All right. Because you know why I know that? Because every time I say Tariq, you make that noise. <laughs> it lets me know that. And we should like them. We yeah, got to we see did. pictures of and video of Virginia Beach. That was our only interest in watching was to see the places. We in haven't background. been there in three and a yeah, half years, years, and we saw a new shopping center that they've put, they've built down you by know, the place that's familiar to yeah, us. 
down by the the bridge at the I guess would you say at the end of the boardwalk, not the beginning of the boardwalk. But down at the end, there's a new shopping center down there. It was nice to see. Oh, look. Down there where once upon a time we attended OzFest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that wasn't down there. I thought that's where it was. No, that was at you the amphitheater. Sure? It was at the amphitheater. The background. No, no, it was the amphitheater. No, it wasn't. It was on the beach. No, OzFest was not at the beach. You went oh, to the oh, beach oh. with somebody else then. No, 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 I know. Uh, it was, that's where we won the tickets to go to OzFest. They did the drawing ah. down there at the bottom of the bridge on the beach. They had volleyball in the sand and everything. Yes, yeah, see? That's what it was. I knew that. That's why I said Here's going to be it. the sad part is I was not with you whenever this happened. The OzFest tickets were a gift from my employer. So you are remembering oh, something completely different with somebody else. It was a drawing. Maybe it was before Steve. No. Maybe it's time to change the subject because <laughs> this was not me. I was not no, with no, you no, when this happened. The tickets and the things we wanted to win, and that's how we won the tickets. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a raffle thing. No, they were box seats from my employer. Yeah, I I from CBC. You. They were, no doubt. All right, whatever. Well, we got to see Tariq in his element. He says he's a passionate person. He says he's an excellent rapper, also. So we got to hear him in the studio, unedited. See when you produce audio you try to then filter it and to hear him rapping unfiltered is is kind of tragic yes it is tragic or maybe i'm just not a rap fan <laughs> he does also show us his sword skills and he what u- would you become one after hearing him rap? yes um yes he would not draw me to rapping in any way and that's not a surprise <laughs> so he's chopping vegetables in the kitchen with his sword wow yeah we get to see his kitchen. You know, I like that because I like to see how people live. And it's completely cluttered and there's stuff everywhere. Well, this is He's where... He's even got Nutella on the countertop. This ugh, Yuck. This is where I benefit from listening to the show and not watching it. Why do you benefit? I get to learn, learn more about people. So we learn about... Um, a little bit about the girlfriend that they met and a little bit of that story. So evidently they've had... When they were apart, he started talking to another girl, and then the three of them stayed together for a weekend, and it didn't last. And and once she came out and said she liked girls, yes. Then they he suggested the three of them get together. Minty. And they met somewhere. Was her name? They met somewhere, and had like a threesome party. He said he wasn't falling in love, but he was falling in like, which is like some kind of bad romantic movie. I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> and he did that after some fight they had after she was pregnant or not pregnant. It was just a late period, and he thought she terminated the pregnancy, so they were fighting. Well, when it all ended, the three of them got together, and after three days, it was over. And Hazel's, because? Because the two of them were spending a little too much personal they time. Had, they had stuff in common. Yes, and Hazel did not. And she did not like the attention that he was getting from Minty, and she decided that it was unbalanced, and she wanted no part of that. Yes, and he was then forbidden to talk to her again. Right. And, of course, Tariq, in perfect guy fashion, what does he do? He contacts her. He contacts her. Later. Yes, of course he did. And now Recently. Yes. And now he's going to tell her. I'm not saying you need to keep secrets, 
but maybe this would be something that you would just forget to well, mention. Well, because it's not like he reached out to her, like, on a super personal level. He reached out to her to see how she was doing during COVID with her kid. I like what she was, he was meeting her friend down by the pier. Uh-huh. They were having breakfast. And her friend, his friend said, this is exactly what she said. A woman is not going to want to hear you are checking on a girl that you were entertaining while you two were on a pregnancy break. Right. Tariq is worried that it just might mess everything up. That but he's going to tell her anyway. And this is a famous 90 day fiance quote. You could probably, if I, if I read you this quote and you looked at all the cast, you go, you probably pick 10 people. That this would quote would fit. He said, eventually, I have to tell her. <laughs> the truth. It's just not right yet. That's the latest funny. would be, I guess it would be Brittany would be the latest. She would be the last one. Right. I, I have to married. tell him, but not quite yet. Huh. Our last couple, Mike and Natalie, they're just doomed. Doomed for yes. disaster. It was... They should just skip to her leaving town now and not even wait the 90 days to make that happen. A perfect example of Natalie was when Mike gave her the flowers. The roses. They were beautiful. That was the first thing I said, wow, what beautiful flowers. And what did she say? Ew, why purple? Why purple? This is a, If I named this episode... It would be why purple. I would name it why purple. Why purple? Like, it's horrible. Yeah. Why purple? And then they got in the car and she reached back. And that look back. on her face. Yes. Like it, sour. It sm- It would be like. Like I don't you know. wrapped up turds on sticks. I and was going to go with her. like you were on Bourbon Street and you smelled throw up <laughs> and urine. And she pulled it out and went at it again. Oh. So I think she's just never happy. Right. And unpleasant to be around. Yeah. I mean, she's an attractive lady. Yeah. That's not enough to carry her through this though. I almost think she's bipolar because when we saw her last season, she just flips from happy, giggly, everything's great, you're so wonderful, you're the nicest man I know, to yes, I hate you. I hate you. Look Here's what he did ring. to me. <laughs> well, they packed Bo up and moved him out in this one. Yeah. Poor fellow. Loses Thanks his room. Thanks to Natalie. We're going to talk about him a bit in our a inside scoop this week. Mm-hmm. So I tracked down some stuff on Bo. He is a bit odd. He seemed, yeah. I don't know, drunk or high or something. High, I think his his eyes were rolling back in his head while he was talking. He's he was probably like tired slurring. from packing up all the time. I don't think so. <laughs> he was under the influence of a substance of some kind Natalie, that I doubt yeah. is legal. <laughs> Natalie doesn't think that 90 days is enough time for them to figure out their problems. Either that or he has brain damage from such It's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to judge on appearance, but he looks like a guy that would be huffing paint out in the shed. He does. Yeah, Indeed. it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, sorry, Uncle Bo. Yeah. I think what I even read is it's not his uncle. That's actually his cousin. Yes. They just call I, him I Uncle Bo. I don't know where. They said that on the show. Oh, did they? Yeah. Then I thought, I just thought I had some inside scoop of my own, but no. evidently everybody knows that. But you may mm. not have picked up on it, obviously. It, right. was a, it was mentioned in passing. I go, did I hear what I just I thought? was too I busy heard. watching and not listening. Right. And you spend the time listening, and I spend the time looking. Right. And then uh, we put our, our knowledge together. That's it. It works. So Natalie says that she trusts her mom. Her mom can't be wrong because it's her mom. It's a good <laughs> rationale. Probably <laughs> brand. my kids would think yeah, that way. That's not happening. No way. No. Maybe Brandon's line of thinking. 
but not going to work. Nope. So these two are doomed. It's just doomed. Completely. But I, I root for him because I think Mike's a nice guy. Yeah, even though he believes in aliens, which yeah, I, yeah, I get it. But he strikes me as one of the nicer guys. Yeah. Of the, I mean, he's yeah, helping out he's, his cousin. And he's so laid back is the thing. Like, I'm not sure he gets super upset or angry ever about anything. He got pretty angry when she said that she didn't, she couldn't say she loved him. Well, but he didn't. He didn't get angry. He got quiet. Yeah. Not he, like Jeffrey. He was hurt. Not he like doesn't blow up. Jeffrey got angry. Yes. And bitter. Yes, and mean, and hateful, mean. spiteful. We forgot that. <laughs> we, we all forget about that, Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah, I changed my whole opinion of him at that moment. But sometime, maybe, you soften over time. Yeah. Like like they tried to do with us, with the family Chantel and Royal. They tried to, they tried to, to, I guess, make you forget what a turd he is. No. So we're going right. to talk about that. We're going to talk about the last episode of the family Chantel in the next episode. And we'll have an inside scoop where we talk about Uncle Bo, and I guess we've got Brittany, and we've got, and although I didn't want to talk about them, I seem to have some Jahoon Ugh. and Devin news. So we'll talk about that too. If it could be Jahoon news without Devin, that Okay, would be we could right. do that. Let's <laughs> pretend. It is. It would be Jahoon and uh, her mom. Oh. Is that better? Well, I could do without Alicia too. No. Well, no. She's exciting. She's fun. So stay Ugh. tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.